Hello, everyone from the podcast world. Hello from us to you. We are here to warn you that the audio quality of this is not very good. Because Sam dropped the mixer. Yes, it is true. I am dumb and dropped the mixer. And there was a buzz that I could not get rid of, so I had to do some things. There is a quality difference in this episode you are about to listen to. So sorry. We promise it is fixed for the next episode. But it's free, so. Yeah. Have at it, but hopefully we don't have this problem anymore until Sam drops this one again. Yes. Or for the first time. Who cares? Bye! Bye! Couple of nut sacks, just two nut sacks. There's technically only one nut sack in the room right now, unless there's something I don't know about. No, you have a nut sack, and then together we are one nut ah, sack. Gotcha, gotcha. I made the mistake of not peeing. <coughs> I thought you said you had to poop. I never did that. No, <laughs> you didn't poop or pee. I got con- uh, caught up in the sound things that were happening do you need do we no. need to do this over no let's just do it okay well hey guys I'm in the up? mode <laughs> what's up this is a couple of credits crickets <laughs> a little, 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 couple, couple of crickets, crickets podcast i i can't make a cricket sound but um i can't either they do that with their legs don't they yeah when i rub my legs together it makes more of like just a really fire starting sound it's warm out there yeah, so, it's very so cold. not very cold, but it's getting cold. It's okay. It's almost sixty degrees today. A couple of Nutsacks podcast. I am Michelle. I am Sam, and we are a couple of critics. We are a couple. Who I am also a robot. Criticize each other's things that we enjoy because that's as, the kind of relationship that we have with each as other, as well as everything in life. I'd say. Yeah, we definitely. I mean, I'm a fucking cunt. So <laughs> I call myself a dick routinely. Oh, and I'm routinely a cunt. Because uh, I need to be maintained. Sometimes I smell, and I usually pee. And I'm a dick because I... I like to make myself feel good. I'm a dick because I'm short, uh, thin, and inadequate. You're not short. Oh, wait. Is that not everyone's penis? Am I not describing everyone's penis? I don't know. <laughs> That's what mine's like. Okay. I mean, you're looking at me deep in the eyes asking me about people's Ask, penises. Tell me about my penis. I don't really know. I mean, I don't really know about your penis either. We've been married 10 years, and I'm not really familiar with it. It fell off. It's something that he just has to tie on here and there. So <laughs> it's not something I'm as familiar with as I used to be. Um, so, yeah, we are a couple of nutsacks who come in here, and we share our opinions on... Uh, some albums that we have enjoyed in our times. And this past week, Sam and I have been listening to an album that I have suggested, kind of demanded. Um, I feel like this is something that should be reviewed. It's pretty obnoxiously wonderful. Um, God Bless Tiny Tim by Tiny Tim, who is also known as Mr. Herbert Buckingham Corey. He was not known as that. 
He was. I, I know it's his name, but he was not known as that. <laughs> I'm sure he was definitely a family man. He was married three times. Yeah, I know. Does he have kids? Did I he? don't think so, but I yeah. could be wrong. I don't know. I didn't look that part up. But Do I, you think she called him Herbert? Or all three of them called him Herbert? Or oh, they called him Tim? Herbie. I think they said, oh, tiny. Oh, tiny. It doesn't say that he had any children. Huh. But he was married. If he had children, thrice. do you think he would have named him Tim, so he always called him Tiny or Tim? <laughs> I'll just let you have that moment for yourself. <laughs> I'm not going to. And then they would sit around and he'd be like, Daddy, Daddy, what's he high like? We're not there yet. You're jumping far oh, I know. ahead. You're excited These about this. songs got stuck in my head. This they is a really intense album. We definitely, I mean, you'll be listening to it with us, but you definitely need to listen to this on your own. I already told and Michelle. And try not to kill yourself. I already told Michelle as a spoiler, there are a couple songs that I hate <laughs> on this fucking album. But there are a couple that I like, too. But there are a couple that I hate. I think that's what you were going for this round. <laughs> You just blew I'm, out the speakers. I'm really excited. <laughs> That's why I backed up pretty yeah, far. Sensitive microphones. I tried to do my thing. Oh, they're sensitive. Do we need to um, not use racial slurs <laughs> around them? I don't think we should be using racial slurs in general. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we listened to Mr. Herbert Buckingham Corey, also known as the marvelous, magnificent Tiny Tim. He was not a tiny man. He was very large. He was flamboyant. I think just as a character, though. Really? You think that was... I think that was just a persona. You don't think when he did interviews? Did you watch any interviews, or did you do any like research or anything about he Tiny would, Tim? Um, besides his real name? I have seen some in the past, because I've always been kind of fascinated with Tiny Tim. Yeah. I can see why he's a very interesting man. He is just looking at him, you want to know like, what is going on. And he's pretty. F- he w- was pretty fucking ghastly as well. So not only was he ridiculous and goofy and often was hung he hunchbacked? Out- I don't think he so. He looks like it sometimes. He was just large. He had large fingers, and I imagine him having long. He looks like the penguin, kind of. Yes, a thinner, taller penguin who bit less people's. We don't know this. Nose is, does he bite his nose off in that movie? Danny DeVito? Does he bite his own nose off? No, he bites a guy's nose off in the lobby of some party. You would be far more familiar with that I shit than I I haven't seen it in be. a long time. Oh, well, Danny I, DeVito is disgusting in that movie. Yeah, that's why I've always kind of... He's like drooling all the time. Yeah, doesn't he drool like ink? <laughs> it looks like, yeah, it's like black blue stuff or something. It's nasty. He eats fish. It's not my cup of anything. So anyway, you didn't watch anything like really... I have in the past, and he, like I said, I feel like it's a character that he kind of falls into around yeah. the performance time. But, I mean, when you hear Tiny Tim on this album and any time you listen to him, he really plays with falsetto and either his normal or an exaggerated version of his normal voice because yeah. his vibrato is over the fucking top <laughs> it's really big so i think that we should jump on in this with mr herbert with the first track with track number one welcoming us into tiny tim's dream called welcome to my dream welcome to my dream and how are you Just passing through 
stardust. I've never heard an album start where quite like this. Brush off that stardust. Where have Don't you been? Don't tell me my rainbow was late I definitely Welcome feel like I'm watching a horror movie through my ears. It well, this part's creepy. Like the, the keys he's You're choosing is creepy. And that's the thing that I think is a theme throughout. And I don't know if it was ironic so or I'm not really totally sure. Because like I said, I think it's a character. But I don't know how much of a character because he was kind of a gentleman. Gentleman. Yeah. <clears throat> but he has to, he has to know that right here. Yeah, it's creepy. It's creepy. They're dark undertones. This is, is is the tiny Tim character do you think in his mind half sorta of creepy and then half gentle kid man, you know? Where he uh it just acts there's uh, you're no, supposed to fade. I tried. I was fading, and then all of a sudden it was gone. It's probably a dirty potentiometer, because this is an old board, so I think it just has no <laughs> class um, to it, because I was trying, and all of a sudden it was gone. Potentioner? Potentiometer, or Tion, a pot, Tion. as they call it. Oh, I like you that You have dirty better. pots. You got dirty pots, bitch. Um, anyway, do you think the character was meant to be like that? Like, half creepy... Quarter creepy, at least. It's too creepy to be accidental, or just ironic, or whatever. Like it, it seems it's intentional. It starts really. He has this like childlikeness to him, that's like really soft, but then all of these dark undertones, and then he'll do these like creepy laughs and things Mm -hmm. throughout the album. Especially, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's. But he's which I like. Because I'm a Halloween guy and stuff, so. But it's Halloween all the time. Yeah. It says that he, um, as going back to Herbert Corey, Buckingham Corey, known professionally as Tiny Tim, he was an American singer, most of the time a ukulele player, and a musical archivist. So he specifically sought out old songs and tweaked them. And took. I mean, he just had a weird fucking. Well, there's at least style two him. covers on this. At least, yeah. Album, aren't there? Yeah. That are old, old songs. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you want to move on to the biggest hit of the album? It sounds like welcome being welcomed into his dream is a really intense. Place I like to it. Be. Do you like it? Yeah, it's what it needs to be, and it welcomes us into his dream, which is him tiptoeing through the tulips. Tiptoe through the window. like a wide-eyed child unaware of my impending doom. <laughs> like uh, a guy's luring you to the window? Well, I mean, he's definitely luring you outside, because right here, knee-deep, knee-deep and flowers will stray, will keep the showers away. I think Tiny Tim was into edging. Into what? Edging. Are you familiar with what edging is? I don't think so. It sounds like he wanted to... It's one of those sex things? Yeah, it's one of those things where you try and make yourself not come for as long as you can. So you, like, kind of keep yourself there on edge, but you don't actually come. So it's like, we'll hang out in the flowers. We'll do all these things. We'll tiptoe. 
but we'll we'll keep the showers away. <laughs> so that's how I wow. feel about that. I just think he wrote a song about tulips. <laughs> I, think he, I think he's just an innocent man. <laughs> well, he didn't write this song. This is a much older song. Oh, really? Well, then, of course it wasn't written about edging. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not. It's, it's, uh, a lot of times when he would do his versions of songs, he would change them pretty significantly. Oh, really? He would only keep, like, half of the, um actual lyrics and then kind of change things huh. up a lot. Now, I love that um, <laughs> song yeah. at, sound at the end. I wrote down, this is the only song I've ever heard <laughs> use the uh, tongue clicks. <laughs> he uses it earlier in the song, too. It doesn't even just end it with it. Uh-huh. His vibrato is overwhelming in this song. It's yeah. it's intense. So I was introduced to this Yeah. from by Cherie Gibbs yeah. back in the day, and I'm going to say her name. I don't think she's going to give a fuck. Um, who who told you? My friend Tree. Beep. <laughs> tree tribs. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Tribbing that tree. Um, she used to burn CD mixes for me, and this was on one of them. And I was introduced to Tiny Tim, and I was completely fascinated. I thought it was supremely interesting and weird, and kind of up my alley. Was the first thing that got you the voice? Oh, 100%. It wasn't like, oh, he's playing a ukulele. No, the ukulele was, I cannot say ukulele correctly. Pardon, I say um way too much after listening back to these episodes, so I apologize. I'm going to try and get better. Mine's like, I say like too much. Well, you like things. I like. So... She would provide me with mixes. I loved it. I first heard the voice. I thought the voice was over-the-top weird. And then just a grown man singing about tiptoeing through tulips I thought was <laughs> fucking crazy. Uh-huh. The ukulele was in there, but it was... It's I mean, it was something that jumped out at all. It was after all of the vocal stuff. All of the, the vibrato, the really... Baby, like, and the... Like just weird things that he did that I wasn't used to hearing as a yeah. teenager in music. And I don't really know anybody else that's done anything like yeah. that. So it's it definitely was, unique. The whole thing is unique. It definitely got uh, my attention. Since it's the first song, I'll say this. I'm impressed with the production value. Like there's a full band, which he mentions later. Mm-hmm. There's full strings. There's everything. Mm-hmm. They put everything into this album and they all play well. You can tell it's like session guys. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't just a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. It could have been a piece of crap. It could have been produced, produced, could have been produced really low. Shitty it could produce. Have been, it just wouldn't have hit then. Mm-hmm. But since it's got this actual good sound to it and later, like really big sounds mm-hmm. to it, it makes it almost more legitimate. Yeah. And I did forget to mention this did come out in 1968. If you do need a time frame, but it sounds like it's. From that time frame. Yeah, it does. I musically. Think it falls right in there. I mean, it's some got organs in it and stuff that I, were of that time. Well, and because he pulls from a lot of older styles, it sounds like someone doing older styles. It doesn't really sound like it's specifically from the time that it's trying to sound like. Whereas now, if someone was trying to do somebody 
sounding like the 60s who was trying to sound like the 20s. They would just sound like somebody no, doing the 60s but, uh, instead of it's actually. good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm talking where we got to put a cheap effect on something <laughs> to make it sound like it's old. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's his only hit from the entire album, so it's easily his most known song. Until potentially you get to the third track on the album because this song was also included on a Shree mix. On a tree mix. Yeah. And I believe that she heard it for the first time because it was on SpongeBob SquarePants. I was going to say, I think this is a SpongeBob thing. All right, let's go into track three. Living in the sunlight, loving in the moonlight. It's so funny to me that he has vocal intros. And it feels so wonderful. It's his first album, so he's already addressing his friends. My first album. I want to make. You need to shut the fuck up. It makes you dance. I like the bass. Makes you move. Yeah, I did mention that his falsetto can be very unsettling in the song, though, even though it is a very uplifting song. It is still pretty creepy sometimes when the music gets just totally taken out. Yeah, stupid. We're gonna have to change that input. Eventually, so it doesn't do that. Um, this song is way less terrifying than the last one. I feel like the tulips is a little creepy. Mm-hmm. This one is just like, oh, what a good time. But still, just then, it kind of dropped down, and as it will, well, maybe, I think it will again, where it gets more dramatic. Dun 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 dun. Timpani, classic timpani action. This is very dramatic. Since he says that line, am I to assume that throughout this album, if he's doing the falsetto voice, he's he's a a female? Yeah. Okay. Throughout the whole album? Yes. So Tulips is a girl? no. No. I think there are songs, because he, with his introductions, he will introduce, as we will hear, multiple times when there is a duet and the duet is him with himself yeah which i enjoy and i get it then but Mm -hmm. so is that a girl singing since he's in the higher range there i and he says as any daughter even though i don't know if i should i am going to speak for tiny tim and i'm gonna say someone has to i'm gonna say no no all right he's just a guy He's just a guy just a fucking with it. He's just guy. playing with his ranges. I would hang out with a dude who's walking around going, Would you play with his ranges? No. I don't know what that means. I'm it's, not going to agree to things. I don't know what it's they mean. It's up for interpretation. So no, I need... If you don't need a I black need and white situation... Out. If I then, agree to play with his ranges, next thing I know, <laughs> I'm bleeding on the side of the road out of my butthole. And I don't remember what happened in the last 12 hours. And Tiny Tim's tiptoeing through tulips. If you don't remember what happened for the last 12 hours, how do you know that 12 hours had gone by? Uh, the last time I looked at my clock, that's all I remember. I was like, it's 11.38 a.m. And then, bam, it's 11.38 p.m. That Holy part- shit. 
What's the all dot? this blood on my ass? On the and why is dot. Tiny Tim tiptoeing through those tulips over there with a big smile on his face? Especially since he's been deceased for quite a while. For decades. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's happened? <laughs> is that ghost making your asshole bleed? <laughs> Tiny Tim's ghost <laughs> raped my butt. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! So, okay... I do have one of those half-size notebooks that I'm using for notes for this, but I'm going to preface this first song. I'm sorry, first song, this next song. I First and foremost, apparently, in my brain. Um, this was over a page of notes for me. So Oh, this song is fucking crazy. To On the Old Front Porch. Oh, isn't this a lovely band? And what a thrill it is to have them and play what? for me. I love that he called and out now, that the band is good. And now, a little duet for you. I feel very unsafe from his introduction. I like the bass player. There's a fellow following me. <laughs> I'm the fellow following you. I will follow you. This song is unsettling. Following her, he wants to fuck. Yeah, she's curious. She's intrigued. Like other girls do. In the parlor? No. In the hammock? No. Maybe. She's romantic, and he's like, "No, girl, I'm gonna just stay at your house, and we can go." No, girl. On your father's front porch. Yeah, and she's all being like coy and stuff. Yeah, creepy. So she's down to fuck, but just not on her front porch. I don't even think that. I have problems with this song. No, there are things that happen that happen like that, but... Her dad is coming. She's like, no, I don't want my dad to, be, to see. Let young man go home tonight or have his breakfast. And then the dad's just like, so is, is he going home or is he staying the night? So pretty much everyone is down to fuck except for the daughter. The dad wants her to fuck. Tiny wants her to fuck. It's creepy. I don't like it. So, but this is why she's not down. She just doesn't want to be caught by her dad. She is trying to reschedule. He's saying right now. Wait until it gets dark, and then you can be cuddled right on my knee. We're seeing a lot of awfully good in this. So we can do off of nice things that no one can see. I'm not seeing good in it. I'm saying she's down to fuck. He really wants her dad to see. The dad is down for her to fuck. That's what this whole song is about to me. This whole song is about a man following a woman and forcing himself upon her no, on her dad's front porch. It. And he's looking at the dad through the window in his eyes. And he's like, yeah, that's right. I'm trying to finger your daughter. And she's like, no, don't squeeze so tightly. And he's like, shut up. This stupid potentiometer has got to be changed. <laughs> this hasn't been a problem on any other. That's because we had all sorts of problems. I had to change stuff. So we're going to have to fix that next, too. But this song is about sexual assault. See, I think she's down for blowjobs in the dark because she's okay with... Yeah, she doesn't want to be... 
The dad is encouraging it. Yeah, is he going to go home or is he going to stay the night? Because this is a 1960 whatever. He wants They're his daughter like, to get married and get the fuck out of the house. Yeah, and he's like, that's a man. You do what that man says. And if I know my history, that dad probably had his ways too. That dad is way into it. The dad's really into it. That's my whole thing that I've picked up from that entire song. Is that everyone is down to fuck, but only two people want to do it in front of the dad. And that is the boyfriend and the dad. Because I assume that they're not strangers. That he's just a little more into the idea. But she's even playing around with the idea of, you know, stop and do all the nice things like other girls do or whatever the fuck that was. I want to be a slut like other girls do. It's not being a slut. She wants to feel out her womanhood and know her body. And she she wants this man to help her. Yeah, a random guy that was walking up behind her and following her. You don't think that it was just her boyfriend behind her? Like, oh, hey, baby. No. I never thought of it as a boyfriend or anything. It seemed, as soon as I just heard it from the beginning, I was like, you're following her. This is, this is creepy. Okay. (laughs) What's next? It speaks for itself. Are you ready? Uh... I think so. Story of that old snake in the grass called the Viper. I was in my apartment all alone when I heard a ring tingling on the telephone. I said, who's that at half past three? And a frightening voice came back at me. I am the Viper. Amazing. I'll see you in seven weeks. This is also the only album where I've just heard like my a My head was spinning and my knees were mm-hmm. weak. I could hardly stand on my own two feet. Its next call got me out of bed. And how I flipped when that voice said... Everything is so, so dramatic. He's very frail. <laughs> I shook like jello in a hurricane. Amazing. That's the best My one. heart was pounding like a Pullman train. Oh like a Bill Pullman train. <laughs> Again, that Do you think he could have done the so. ASMR videos? Again, I flipped, as it said. I who the oh. fuck would be into this in that oh. way. No, I'm saying. Oh. Going back to fake I'm saying if Tiny Tim were still alive, do you think he could have been hired to do it? No. You're crazy. I am the Viper. I'll see you in seven seconds. Now I'm certain that my time has come. I can hear its knock. It's too late to run. What was that? That didn't sound like a door. I must let it in. (laughs) So wish me luck. It was like a wood block. things look grim. It's really bad. Uh, What the fuck is it called? (laughs) Foley work. Oh, yeah. Dave Foley work. Oh, why have you come? I have come to wipe your windows. That music is the best part of the entire fucking thing. And then it just goes away. Except for a shot like jello and a hurricane. (laughs) 
So. Do you think he bummer. wrote that? Or is that something from the past? I or don't. some like joke that he found in a joke book? I don't know how much writing he actually did aside from yeah. his takes on things. So are all these songs like reworkings, every single one? No. Oh. So somebody else wrote some stuff? I think that he took he I think he either did covers yeah. completely or but I don't know. I'm totally speaking on my ass. Yeah. Well when I looked at the album I saw writing credits and his well, I guess I wasn't looking for his real name. But none of the I didn't I guess that's the flaw there. I didn't think of his real name. I was literally looking for Tiny Tim under the writing credits when it would have been whatever that his name was. Kolbinski? <clears throat> Stephen Kolbinski, was that what his name was? I can't remember his name. Stephen Kolbinski is what you think that it was. No, it's the only name I could come up with. It was Herbert Buckingham Corey. Wow. That was nowhere near Stephen Kolbinski. You should be ashamed. I'm not. Okay. So I guess it took me here since you are asking questions about things. You didn't have to look it up. Well, you... You could have just said, I don't know. Well, here are track listings. So far, it looks like... He wrote nothing. He didn't write any of it. There you go. There's your fucking answer. Yay. There's your motherfucking answer. Yay. Now that we have that shit settled, I'm going to send you. So not even that. I wonder if it was out of a joke book then. Well, then anyone could have done it. I know. Or if he just walked around and said I'm that to people all the time. <laughs> like on the street. I come to bite your windows. He was like, let me tell you a joke. Now, he didn't preface it with anything. He just came in as the character, ready to go. And just it wasn't like, look at this thing I have. He was just like, I'm a weird motherfucker. <laughs> All right, now on to the next track. Stay down here where you belong. Down below, down below, caught the devil talking to his son. Would you consider this his real voice? I would consider it way closer to that. So this song, I don't know how much you know about the lyrics or how much you heard, but I mean, you think you... Yeah, I this I know this is one of the songs I listen to the most. This is a song where Satan's son says it's too hot in hell. He's tired of it. He wants to go up. I assume to Earth. It's never actually said where he wants to go up to, but his father Satan is trying to convince him that he needs to stay down here where he belongs because hell is essentially better and less crazy than up there. Yeah, I liked this song. I like the instrumentation in this song because it's. The bigger uh, band sound. Yeah, and it's got this bass work that I like. Mm-hmm. It's just got a lot of work. And it's his uh, not high voice. It's just, it's still got that crazy vibrato, mm-hmm. but it's in the middle. I think that he just had an intense vibrato. In general? I assume so. Do you think he did it on purpose or it was just natural by the end of I it? I think it was natural, maybe a little bit exaggerated, but. I don't know. I think it's all. I think he's just who the fuck he was. He was Tiny Tim. 
smile and grin. He was a dolphin. This is uh, one of the songs that I went back on and found the actual version of that was recorded like way before this. Mm-hmm. It was in like the early, early 1900s. Yeah. Yeah, and then I found a video of, uh, fuck, what's his name? One of the Marx Brothers singing it. I think it was, was it Groucho? Groucho. And he's just really ridiculous about it. He's just like, down below, <laughs> down below. And uh, the band starts playing it. And uh, you hear somebody, he doesn't, you can tell he doesn't know what he's doing and even says like, I'm going to try my best. I don't really know though. I'm going to yeah. sludge through it. <laughs> and the music starts and you hear somebody on the side go, now. And he looks over and he's like, huh? And then they go, now and then he's just like D- down below, oh, God. <laughs> down below. <laughs> but yeah, that song was really enjoyable. Uh, yeah, that was on the album so far. That was one of my. That was the one that caught my attention the most. Mm-hmm. That was the one that because uh, I liked the subject matter too, the little spin. Even though he didn't write it, which I didn't know at the time because I thought he wrote it. But mm-hmm. and it's got this organ sound in it that is completely of the time. That like in the 60s, mm-hmm. rock groups, everybody had this organ sound, and this one has like a lot down. of that organ sound. Yeah. Just even in the background, too. Like and the classic da 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 da. Uh huh. Yeah. Horns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of Beatle esque. I liked so it. I did too. I'm a big fan. So what's next? I didn't write down the titles of the songs this time, so I just have these notes without mm. the titles. Next is um, Then I'd Be Satisfied With Life. I've definitely played this song for you because oh, I yeah. think the song in itself, it's kind of more of a country tune, but there's an intro to this. Here you go. Never hit your grandma with a shovel It makes a bad impression on her mind (laughs) Am I to take that as part of the song or just a little little taste of something else? It sounds completely separated. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the song. It's almost like the the vocal intros that he always does, the spoken intros, Mm -hmm. but it's just a little tune. Yeah. I read that Tiny Tim has a lot of past when he wasn't even Tiny Tim. That he was a. Uh, when he was Biggie Tim? <laughs> well, he had all sorts of names. I can't remember what they were. But like show Herbert. names, like stage names. And he worked in like burlesque houses. Mm-hmm. And he would do all these acts mm-hmm. and stuff. So I'm sure that was just one of them. By the way, just right there. This song has two oh, trains. Two train sounds made by his mouth. <laughs> Sounds like an old country song. He's back in his mid-range on this one, too, but he's putting that twang on it. What's wheat drip? Sounds gross. I looked it up. It has to do with how they produce the wheat plant. 
and it's the part that has all of the nutrients in it, and it's like crunchy and tasty. Has like a nutty flavor, so it's and good. And it has like I don't know if you'd be like if be into it because it's it's probably earthy. This cat is so fucking affectionate and will, will not stop. He's my baby. And if Tuesday will, will only be my wife. Tuesday Weld was an actress. I think she's still alive, actually. I looked her up and she... You have a cat behind you now. Hi, um, kitty. <laughs> she was an actress. She was a child actress. And then matured in her roles as she got older and I think she's still alive. Huh. I don't think she's actively working. Doesn't he say Wednesday in the other part of the song? Or is it Tuesday both Tuesday times? Weld is her name. I can see this one over here. This song reminds me of parts of uh, Zappa. This is also a reworking. There is an entire verse or so at the beginning and the original that is not in this. You know, it makes sense, though, because if he was a guy that liked to go... It says he was an archivist. Yeah, if he was an archivist, it makes sense because earlier parts of music, everybody just did the standards, you know? It was just... Mm-hmm. Everybody just did everything. Oh it my wasn't God. like, that's my song. Motown? I mean, yeah. I love Motown. Yeah, but that's they, even later. There were so yeah. many versions of the same. Well, it was in the same range. This was released in 68. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying, like, even in the 50s. But so many people like redid the, 10s, this, the, the 20s, same songs the 30s, over and over again. They all had standards and classics. So it makes sense for him, if he was into that kind of thing, to make an album and rework of it. his own classics. And mm-hmm. these are the standards, you know? Mm-hmm. And actually, I love it when... Guys know, oh, you know the standards? I love that but notion. The, the standards from like the 1910s. And yeah, shit. the 20s. I still have that jazz band folder. It's got like all these 1920s and 30s jazz songs in it. Yeah, I got a kitty on my lap. Yeah, I know. He's all up about this. Yeah. He's been so affectionate. I stayed the night with a friend Friday night, and my not being here for an entire day has turned him into the most affectionate love machine, as if he's not already like that. Um, yeah, so we've talked about dogs' yeah, asses and sweet cats. I don't get this often, so. He Kitty. is a fucking dream <laughs> of a cat. He is the bomb. All right, what's our next song, Michele? We are going to roll into Strawberry Tea, which I find to be a little less terrifying. What do you mean? From the last one? Oh. Just in general. It's, see, it feels a little more genuine, and also the lyrics are pretty trippy in this song. It just paints pictures of just absurdity. Is it is it psychedelic in that era when you know, like uh, cinnamon and tea and incense and peppermint? Yeah, when they would just kind of say British <laughs> table. Items. You are trying to zero in on Donovan right now, aren't you? <laughs> no, but that works. Yeah. I was thinking like that Ren and Stippy thing. Oh, yeah. You know, all Climb that. Climb inside my world. Yeah. Uh, even um, Green Beans, Bill Spinal Tap. Mind Spinal games. Tap has cups and cakes, cups and cakes, cups and cakes. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, this song has zero meaning. It's just nonsense. It's trippy. I didn't listen to look at the lyrics at all for this. 
It's very kind of droney and it's just there in the middle of the album. I know when I listened to it, I toned, I tuned out because it gets boring. Isn't this in a movie? This section? I don't know. It sounds like this entire album could be a compilation soundtrack of other soundtracks yeah, of yeah. horror movies. Oh, yeah. Take sections like this. Somebody walking into the room. This is very dramatic. A lot of this stuff is very dramatic. Yeah, yeah. Even the songs that are happy, like Living in the Sunlight, Living in the Moonlight, there's still those dramatic turns. And there you go. Let's go that. Swell. That's a movie soundtrack. There's an orchestra. New York, 1928. The I was working the A girl walked into my office that changed my life forever. She had heels and legs for days. And a vagina that smelled like rotten fish, but I was still in love. She was quite a woman from her waist and up above. Good one. <laughs> no, I just totally made that up. Sorry. I enjoyed it. This song is just kind of nonsensical, drone. As far as I'm concerned, Kitty, you can't play with my. That's a good zone out. Headphone. He likes to play cord. with mine as well. You're gonna mess things up. On the floor you go. Ow! He dug into my flesh. Because he wanted to stay on. I you. know. I wanted him to stay, but he can't play with that cord. I understand. What did you it's think of that song in general? Do you enjoy it? I already said what I said. I, I mean, think but it's do you actually like it? Fucking waste of time. Yeah, I. Meow. I do too. Yeah. 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 I do too. I zone completely out during that part. I think that's definitely fair. Yeah. How's your bladder? How's your butt? Fine. I haven't been thinking about it at all. Well, now I'm going to get you thinking about it. No. Uh, do you want to do uh, one more and then do the break? I think that's probably a good idea. All right. All right. We are going What's this to one? listen to the other side and not the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> 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 oh. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's very unsettling. And then to me this sounds like a callous pooper song. Also known as Alice Pooper. I mean, line? Alice Cooper. <laughs> I the fucked that up. <laughs> that was not on purpose. <laughs> Callus Pooper, also One known as Alice Cooper. It yeah. does have that feel. I wonder if he was an Alice Cooper fan. I could see him like an Alice Cooper. He almost looks like Alice Cooper's weird older brother. That didn't go outside and play very often. Yeah, yeah. You say I'm lost. Hey, Alice, who's that? Oh, that's my brother Tim. Leave him alone. He just talks to the wall a lot and laughs. Tiny Tim Cooper. That was his name. And with it. He always puts himself in the corner. I mean, he's not in trouble. The lyrics are very cryptic. Sounds like a deadly religious carnival to me. Oh, really? I mean, to me, this sounds like Freak Out. Frank Zappa's Freak Out? Yes, I agree. That's that, that vibe for sure. Yeah. I 
I laughed very hard when this part started at work. Very relevant. I mean, even Tiny Tim knew it. Uh -huh. <laughs> Tiny Tim was a scientist. To wash away the sun. To wash away the sun. It's a very brutal song, really. And then it goes back to the, I like how it has that, the happy sounding part is when he's talking about like, the ice caps are <laughs> melting. And then it goes back into this. That's with that guitar bass groove. That's guitar dun, groove, dun, yeah. Dun. It's like, actually, it's good. Mm -hmm. The seagull flies. Like, I would have liked to hear him do a whole it's album that was like, creepy like this. Mm -hmm. The children hide. Like, guys in the... When did he die? Did he die in the late 90s? I think it was early 90s. Very early Man, 90s. Man, if he would have been through the grunge era, there should have been a band that just picked him up and, like, put him in the album. He didn't even have to go on tour. Just... Or, like, the Melvins should have done. The Tiny Tims? <laughs> yeah. So psychedelic right there. That's the freak out part. <laughs> this song rolls. <laughs> Absolutely fucking rolls. <laughs> it's actually like fun too. It's got a good groove to it. Yeah. Mickey Mouse guys, listen. It does sound like Mickey. We can all be happy and singing. No matter if you're out there parked in that car along the highway, or whether you're at home sitting by the radio, or whether you're having those meals, or whether you're by the TV set, let everyone sing. I think the cat likes my sweater too. He's always liked when you sat in here and did stuff. When you've been productive sitting in that chair. He's Oliver the rock and roll cat, so when I'm in here making demos and stuff, he Good likes music. to hang out. He can't hear anything, but he's also just a ball of love. A sweet petite. Mesquite. Catty. Aww. And then so, I yeah. love how they still have that whole... Like the men on the yeah, ship. It's, yeah, it's like a sailor song. Yeah. Ah, oh, man, I can't believe I didn't think about that. Being a sailor song and it's a... Uh, the ice caps are melting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, I feel dumb now. Huh. Hey, you got there, though. Yeah, I got there. So you don't have to feel dumb. I like to feel dumb. Um, That was a... Uh, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a, fun, <laughs> it's a funny song. It's uh -huh. a relevant song at the same time. Uh -huh. I don't know what he's saying in the other parts of the song. So I don't know what the actual message is and all that, but all I know is the ice caps are melting part. I like that you believe and understand that there are messages in these Tiny Tim songs. I assume there are messages in all songs. No, because they don't all have to mean something. That's true. Sometimes but it's you just how you feel. It. You know, like that dubstep bullshit that we were talking about <laughs> earlier? There's, there's definitely not like... Uh, I might be speaking out of my ass for some people, but to me, there's no fucking way there's, like, an emotional 
something happening with there that it's just like a physicality being feeling the music not like this means something to me because nothing is happening it's just madness i don't know anything about dubstep but i'm saying musically yeah because it's not i don't think dubstep i mean i mean it's it's so much more musically driven not lyrically driven as far as i know because all i've heard it I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Everything I've ever heard has just been way more about music and not lyrics. If there are lyrics, it's usually just some sort of repetition. The only songs I've heard, it's been the lyrics are samples from shows. TV shows? Yeah. That sounds unpleasant, unless they're good TV shows, but I assume... That'll be like Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. And stuff like that, so it'll just be like... Come on, Morty. We gotta go, Rick. Come on, Morty. Was this played for you recently? Uh, not recently. Oh, I didn't know if it was played last night for you. Oh, no, no. Nothing was like that last night. Okay. So, um, on that Tiny Tim tip, I think we're gonna take a... Tim tip? Take a a break, uh, and, um, you know... to take a break. And time for me to figure out what album I'm going to give you. Oh, uh, yeah. You do have to do that, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. All right. Well, we're going right. to take a break. Thank you. We'll be right back. Let everyone sing about those melting icecaps. How they're coming down into the sea. And let us all have a swimming time. This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by Speech Therapy Services of Southern North Dakota. We provide an array of services to you which include and are limited to language, articulation, tongue rot, stuttering, swallowing difficulties, unsecured lockjaw, accent reduction, French kissing, tongue twister tournament testing, and expressive language identification. Feeling misunderstood? Is your tongue in a twister? Call 701 Talk Good and French kiss your sister. Call us now at 701 Talk Good. That's 701 855 4663. This episode is also brought to you by. You sick of motherfuckers getting in your grill? Murder! That neighbor of yours parking in a public spot on your street all night? Murder! Mailman delivering mail that isn't yours? Murder! Some dingus cunnilingus cornered you at the grocery store? Murder! Sometimes life hands you lemons and it's up to you to murder every single lemon with a wrath and fury that the gods would speak of! What am I selling? Nothing! I just like murder! Now turn this shit off and go kill! 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 This episode is also brought to you by... Charcoal-activated laxatives with caffeine. Whiten your cavity while you get clean. Added caffeine clears you out in a jiffy, spruce your caboose, and keep it spiffy. Charcoal-activated laxatives, now with caffeine for your pooper, for when you want someone to know you are super. 
Comes in multiple flavors like original, orange, spaghetti sauce, cherry pie, and tangy cheddar. Flavors activated upon release. Hello. Hey, 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 hey. We are back. We are, we are back. Back from blessing Tiny Tim. Blessing Tiny Tim. And I'm back from plunging the toilet. Because yes. I stuffed it up. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly did. <laughs> All right. Your stomach so. is the one that took over. Oh, my God. Yeah. I shouldn't consume cow's milk, but I do. I do. And I pay. I pay. So, all right, we're going to jump back right on into this Tiny Tim album called God Bless Tiny Tim. <laughs> we're going to jump right in to where we left off with wi- wishes. 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 You get three wishes. Well, what do you wish? Mor- that was my wish master. Morgana. <laughs> Hello, Morgana. <laughs> what do you wish? Oh, ever since you told me that you love me, parenthetically, I'm a nut. The birds are coming. 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 Voices will be on the switch uh, each yeah. side. I like that though when he does the duets and he switches them back and forth. <laughs> I think the song could have been a hit, minus the beginning. Yeah, I think it's in the vein of uh, the one song. Uh, I think it the sounds. Third song. Uh, living in the sunlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it sounds like it could pass for like a Neil Diamond tune yeah. at parts it does later have a Neil in the Diamond song. Sound. Yeah. When I was listening to this song, I thought, you know how like at the beginning of Devil's Rejects and those kinds of movies when something really brutal is going on, they play like a classic rock song? Yes. That's kind of opposite of what's happening. Mm-hmm. I could see that happening with this song. Something horrible going on. Well, someone's being chop, 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 yeah, chop, yeah. chop. Someone's being chop, 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 Yeah, chop, and you see like, blood squirting up on like apron or something. They're just Especially hacking away. Part. Yep. What can it be? What can it be? Little violin action that you don't get. Or fiddle. I call it a fiddle in this one. That's got fiddle tone to it. The notes. Ooh. Oh, he knew what he was doing. I'm a nut. This is like, you know, he's got the ranges of voice and he's got the super high voice and he's got the regular voice. Mm-hmm. This is like the uh, high voice that's not crazy. It's just like in the middle high range. Mm-hmm. So I can tolerate it a little bit more. They're handling that cat very oddly. 
I'm playing with a kitty. I don't want him to get comfortable because he'll play with the cord. Is it just my cans or does it sound awful? Yeah, this whole thing is not working right. I don't know what to do. I thought it was sounding okay for a while, though. The buzz came back. I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. This whole thing sounds awful. Okay, well, I'm not trying to make you take it personally. I just... No, like, I'm uh, irritated by it. Okay. But, yeah, it does sound awful. All right, we apologize for that. But that song, I believe, could have been a hit. If it didn't have the beginning, because the beginning was definitely weird. The birds are coming, the birds are coming, the birds are coming, the birds are coming, the birds are coming. They do radio edits of stuff, so they could have done that. It would have been easy. I know, but they didn't. I don't know why. I don't understand why uh, the other one wasn't a hit, the one I said. Living in the sunlight, living in the moonlight. Yeah, that could have been played easy. You didn't write the song names down. No, I didn't. So you don't even know which one would be your favorite or least favorite. Yeah, I know which one it is. I bet I know which one your favorite is. You think so? Oh, I'll I, let you guess. I guarantee I do. All right. I think we should move along to uh, keep the creep factor high and tight. And let's move along to the next track. Track number 11 called Daddy Daddy, What is Heaven Like? What is heaven like? Is it like our house, so pretty and white? I don't understand, it doesn't seem fair. If mommy loves us so, why this song did she go there? Is uh, not just creepy, but I'm gonna say it's terrible. It's just <laughs> <laughs> this is the ones that you hate. This is one of the ones that I actively hate. It's creepy, it's sad, it's disturbing. Sounds like a conversation between a cowboy and a son. Everything is just falling apart as we try to record this. He does like almost a British accent as the child. It's weird that he does all of these duets with himself. I know that this was his first album, but clearly no one wanted to duet with Tiny Tim other than Tiny Tim. Do you think Tiny Tim wanted to duet with anybody else? I think he would have appreciated it. I think he just probably had a hard time selling himself. Uh, I, Especially from the get-go. But he was just like, I got it. I worked on this. I worked on this high trill voice for a reason. We're gonna use it. Master of his craft, uh-huh. the falsetto. It was insane. This sounds terrible. Daddy, Daddy, I can hardly wait. I'm so excited. Heaven sounds great. Can I run and tell brother goodbye? Why is there, Daddy, a tear in your eye? Is his brother going to die, too? I don't know what's happening. I feel like it's saying his brother's going to die, too. Like, he's on the deathbed, so. 
well, uh, polio. It's a song about polio. There, it said earlier that if I know your mother, she saved a place for you. That's what of was course. said earlier. Yeah. So she's dead. Of so course. I wonder yeah, if he's yeah. saying goodbye to brother because now he's yeah, going to be killed by sick. daddy. No. Oh, well, we can go that route. What, what if daddy's killing him? Daddy's an axe murderer. Daddy, daddy, don't put that axe in my head. What's that axe feel like? <laughs> I don't want to bleed all night. <laughs> I just want to play with my toys and be alive like all the other boys. <laughs> well, I'm going to kill you <laughs> with an axe or a hammer. <laughs> Smash your brains in. Now did I stammer? <laughs> <laughs> I could do that all fucking day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have one word note for that song. Awful. I, <laughs> it's in that vein. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wrote. It's terrible. I think yeah, that... I've hated that song since the first moment I heard it, and I've heard it in your car. Oh I think yeah, I've heard every song. I've played this around you. Because Before. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it was nothing new. Alright. Next song. The coming home party. Let me fade it in. Let me fade in, baby. Come on out to the party. It's like it's a party. Come on in. Oh, that's what they sound like? It's party, yeah. It's like the monsters. I love the bass once again. This line is unusual. I used to be the first to laugh when Mrs. Jennings took a bath and left the window open for the neighbors. Most boys would be jerking off, but he's laughing but maniacally alone in his room. Might have seen that she was and he said he was the first. There were several people laughing, right? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And Mr. Jennings, where was he? The man that we had. Husband's gone. Lady's lonely. She's bathing with the windows open so the neighborhood boys can see. Cause she gets cheap thrill. She gets her kicks. This part sounds like Alice Pooper, too. I have a cat sleeping on my lap right now. So I can't. They could have wrote lyrics. Could have wrote lyrics to this about Halloween, and it would have made sense. It sounds very Halloweeny. Yeah. And then we went to the haunted house, and there was a werewolf hanging out. And Dracula had recently got gout, and he was in pain because he had the gout, like I said. He ate all of the cheeseburgers, and then he drank all of the soda, and then he cut off both of his own feet. That's the, that's the Dracula gout story. I like this song. It's got a fun There's like a banjo groove. in there. Is there? Yeah, hey, you're right. Oh, I love that voice. The creepy vibrato. See, I don't think he wanted any duet to anybody to come in with him because he wanted to show off his voice. Show us what he was capable of. Yeah. His ranges. Yeah. <laughs> See, technically, he can sing every range. Yeah. 
might come out for a ride, departing knowing they would never miss me. Yeah, I have to hold my legs up to have him on my lap, so it's it's work. And now my I cut it off. <laughs> oh yeah, that's I one of my favorites in the whole album because it's a uh, it's got the groove. He does uh, that voice that he only does in that song. I don't ever hear that other that lower lower voice. Not um, without doing something goofy or taking it somewhere else. He actually oh, just stayed like in like the most normal, normal register. Yeah, I enjoyed that tone. That's what hmm. I'm saying. He should have been in another band. That's Somebody should have brought him in later and be like, Tiny Tim, we need you. It's crazy that, I mean, people appreciated weird stuff. I just, I don't know how much people appreciated or didn't appreciate him. I just know that when I discovered him myself as a teenager, I thought he was fantastic and was kind of obsessed with him for a while i think most people it's just too weird i understand i mean i'm into frank zappa i enjoy it and for a lot of people that's too weird so too weird maybe my tolerance for weirdness is a little higher Always been higher yeah i am married to you Ew. all right so the lyrics absolutely made no sense to me throughout that last song for the most part except that the husband's gone and the wife wants to get her thrills yeah in whatever way she can without actually yeah. fucking the boys she just mind fucks just them. look at me boys wash me what wait wash me watch me wash, wash me watch me watch me wash my tits even <laughs> though they're already clean i'm just washing them for you because you're looking at me that's that's our fifth shower of the day yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's I think that the lyrics kind of hit at something like that, that she's already clean. She's already clean again, again, and she just cleaned. Oh, sneeze time. One, two, three, go. <laughs> oh, man, oh. I called it. Sorry, and kitty. And the cat looked at you like, what the fuck are you doing? It's probably his fault. Yeah, you son I of assume. a bitch. All right, let's move along to the next song that I actually, next song. actually accidentally let play a little bit. But here we go. Fill your heart as well as your ass. And now, my dear friends, I'd like to dedicate this song to all of you out there, wherever you may be, north, south, east, or west, to everyone all over the world, this song is for you. I love this intro music. I think it's like an oboe right there. Maybe it's a saxophone. It's a very uplifting song. I also like that he's in a uh, regular register here. You never picked up. I prefer Tiny Tim when he's not doing the thing that everybody knows Tiny Tim for. I think that people know him for having a weird voice no matter what and being ghastly. I think falsetto or not, he still has that going for him. I know when I looked up Tiny Tim, I didn't see ghastly ever. I think that's you. You don't think his mouth was ghastly. I think he was an uh, attractive man, but I never saw the word ghastly. Oh, I'm not saying you read it. I'm saying that, that... Actually, I never saw anybody bringing up his looks at all. 
<laughs> okay, so I am totally assuming and speaking for the general public, but he's fucking ghastly. He does look like the penguin, as we said. <laughs> this song has a decent um, message in it. Yeah, I wrote down. Great message. Things that happened in the past happened in your mind. Forget your mind and you'll be free. Don't let things haunt you. Move on. Be better. Yeah. And I took it even further as like, stop thinking so much in general. Like it's everything, even not even the past, but the present and the future still, it's all in your head. Like you interpret it as you interpret it. So just forget all the craziness and just be free. paid for this album to be made. I paid for this album on you on iTunes. I bought this album with real money. Ah, the time of buying albums. I messed up. here lovers are free earlier he said lovers are free of thoughts unpure no that's who's having those impure thoughts lovers lovers on the front porch (laughs) I like the piano sound the old like parlor sound yeah it's (coughs) that Sounds like it's on the roll thing mm-hmm. that they used to have. Mm-hmm. I like that song in general. It's got a nice, uh, all the horn sections are really cool. Mm-hmm. It's all mixed appropriately. This is one of the songs that makes me go, oh, they paid for production value on yep. this album. Somebody, like, somebody looked at Tiny Tim and was like, you got it, man. I wonder how much Let's of get that, you in that studio. was also his decision to have some things really big and then some things really small. Just the ukulele and... Because he did so many different things with his voice with, you know, playing different characters and yeah. having different styles with that and then just taking things all over the place. Like, it seems like he wanted things to be more dramatic and extreme at times and then also, you know, just get, more laid get back. Get in there, Tiny, and lay down that sweet uke. <laughs> uke. <laughs> I would say this next track, which is also a cover, um really scales back. I think it's just him and his ukulele. Yeah, it's really scaled back. <clears throat> and it's another duet, which he says that he is providing us because we are <laughs> so sweet. Yeah, yeah. So, here you go. And I got you, babe. Because you've all been so sweet, another duet for you. For you. They say that we It's insane. This is probably what it was more like when you saw Tiny Tim. Live, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> There's probably a lot of people true. who went to go see Tiny Tim and they're like, uh, what? Baby, I, you. <laughs> I the, like how he baby, makes that share sound oh, when he yeah. does the low Why voice. I definitely <laughs> commented, I, I noted uh, about his share voice being they funny. Let's check it out when it comes in again. His Sonny is also funny because he takes Sonny so Super high. high. Yeah. Is it actually their lines? <clears throat> Well, yes. I don't know. We it ain't is. got no plot. Still, I'm sure all the love we got. It's great. <laughs> Put on that total share rounded out thing. And he just goes as high as he can yeah. coming up here for Sunny. Oh, man. 
want you to wear my ring. When I'm sad, you're clown. <laughs> when I get scared, you're always around. Here we go. Oh, this part's crazy. Love it. Some people say your hair's oh, too Oh, shit. Long. We're too soon. But I don't we're on the same path. Oh, we know where we're going. Go <laughs> and it's for no reason, really. So put your little hand in my heart. There ain't no hill or mountain we can climb. I was doing that all night last night, and the animals just kept fucking staring at me. <laughs> do you think he put that in there just to show off? Look what I can do. Because he starts in that low. It's not like he starts in high. Yeah, he wants to show back and forth. Like, look what I got, mofos. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> he starts in the low. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. That, was, that was totally exactly what it was like seeing Tiny Tim. It had to be. Amazing. Because I don't know if he had a band all the time. I don't think so. I think it was usually just him and his uke. So I I mean, yeah. I it, like that we're saying uke now. Oh, yeah. We're fucking yeah. hip to ukuleles, apparently. Yeah, yeah. We're in so. the uke club. Yeah. Uke puke. Uke puke. Uke puke. <laughs> That'd be a funny band. You cute, you cute. We're the puking yukes. Puking yukies. I thought that the high ends, high notes at the end were glorious. I mean, it's impressive. There's no reason for it other than to show that he's impressive. There's no reason for a lot of this, but that's true. It's and who am I to say a reason for stupidity anyway? Yeah, stupid. We like stupidity. This is just another spectrum of stupidity than what you're used to. That's my version. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> like a fucking horn. All yeah. right. Moving on to the last, the last song after that ditty. Sunny and Cher classic, I Got You, Babe. <laughs> this is all I ask. As I approach the prime of my life, I find I have the time of my life. Learning to enjoy at my leisure all the simple pleasures, and so I happily conceive. Like I'm glad that he considered this the prime of his life. This is first all I ask. This is all I need. I mentioned this early, or in a different way, but I think that he. Beautiful Sometimes girl. writes from the perspective of a child, which I think is fucking weird. Is he writing this? Is the thing? No, I'm not, I'll, no, he's not writing, but he's I mean, he's choosing the songs, so he's yeah. singing songs from the perspective of a child, yeah. or this having like a childlike view on the world, rainbows and sunshine. Yeah, he's all about. It's almost like the, a Mr. Rogers mm -hmm. angle of all happiness, all sunshine, all tulips. Yeah, all sunshine, all tulips. Yeah, this song, uh, this has got like a classic 20s sound. Black and white movie. Yes, yes. It's probably what he loved the most. It's probably what he sat around listening to and did like waved his arms in the air and like closed his eyes. And his one of his three wives were like. It was Miss Vicky at this time, I assume. Miss Vicky? Miss Vicky oh, was his Is that his the first one that he got married to on TV? Yes, they got okay. married on The Tonight Show, I believe. Yeah. Miss 
Miss Vicky. Who was Miss Vicky? Just a lady? Just a lady. That had, well, she was the twinkle of his life for about eight years. And then he found another twinkle. And then right before he died, like a year before he yeah, died. Yeah, I saw that. He married again. Huh. Uh, I wrote this song is so big, yet so boring. It's so fucking boring. Yeah. Not a good way to end the album. I mean, I understand it's dramatic, and he really likes to play with the dramatics. I think this is like his throwback to the 20s, like the grand, this is what I would have seen at the end of the movies, and I would have been in love, the grand blah, 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 but to end an album in the 60s, just, and this album, which was all so fun and upbeat at parts, it should have ended with a fun, upbeat song, in my mind. It's definitely the most boring part, and then look, it's getting kind of spooky. Yeah, it's like it's going back to the dream, like right? Like it's, yeah, it's like not. It's the end of the dream. Since we were welcomed into his dream, I wrote down that there's so many strings in that song that it becomes overwhelmingly dull. He says his goodbyes, and this sounds creepy as fuck. His dream is definitely a nightmare, is what I'm concluding from this. It has many facets to his dream. <laughs> but there's always some sort of like. Oh, man crazy scary undertone do you think he organized the album as a dream like you think that was i know he put it in the beginning but do you think as a concept album he actually thought this is what my dream is this is how like I... it starts really light and feathery uh-huh. like i'm tiptoeing through the tulips and then things are kind of becoming a little more dramatic and like the devil yeah, yeah. and like you and can't love. get out of hell and then he's got love in there and then there's death with daddy what is heaven like and uh yeah, lots of love. Definitely lots of love and the way that he looks at actual women in the world. And the women and the world as two separate Tiny things. Tim loves the ladies. He definitely did. He wasn't tiny. He put that dick where he wanted to. <laughs> when, he, when he got with a lady, he'd be like, I know I'm called Tiny Tim, but let not that name fool you. Let not that name fool you. Fell <laughs> 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 on the table and went. <laughs> I woke the cat up. It sure did. <laughs> all right, so it's time. So that was the whole album. Yeah, and I'm sure you're all very grateful that I chose this and that I most of you probably didn't actually sit through this episode, or it's the first time that they heard any of these songs. Like, who the hell's Tiny Tim? And who the hell would listen to this shit? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of my. Uh, assumption here with us. So, we got some questions to go over here. Questions! What do I think? Let's see. When this began and I gave this to you, what do I think that your initial reaction or thought was internally? Nah. Like, not bad, but not good. Definitely not good, but not you you were afraid when I was getting ready to give this to you. I remember that. You said that your chest was tight and you were really nervous that it was going to be. Yeah, because you had previously said, like, I think I need to get something that's a little more polarizing. Polarizing. Any, any polarizing. And so I threw this out as kind of a surprise. Um, like you had said previously, this was not completely new for you because I have played this around you before. So I think you probably thought, eh, it's going to be easy, but it's also going to be tough because you have a familiarity with it enough to know that Tiny Tim is fucking creepy and listening to this however many times you did was probably not 
as enjoyable as like Stone Temple Pilots, for example. Do you want me to tell you now what I actually initially thought? What was your judgment prior to listening to it? Well, my initial reaction to when you told me it was. Yes. I think I've heard most of this. Mm-hmm. I was relieved because I thought it was going to be something like really rough for me because you know there's going to be something that's going to be like this was hard yeah. for me and I didn't think that was going to be the case and I knew it was going to be weird mm-hmm. and it was potentially going to be funny so you're right I was just like okay meh and especially because I was I built myself up that mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be crazy so much worse. for me yeah yeah um. so. So how many times do you think that you actually listened to it? Did you meet your minimum of seven times? Oh, yeah, probably. So, uh, I know I met seven, but I was going to say probably nine Okay. or ten and then skipped through it today just to do my notes. Uh-huh. So You listened to it quite a bit. I tried to listen to all these as much as possible. I uh, I did listen to this a handful of times, but I didn't listen to it as much. I think the one that I have probably, I, I don't know, listened to the most was either Stone Temple Pilots or... TLC. Um, this one wasn't one that I listened to as much because I know that it is intense and some of it is, even though I do enjoy it, I think it's kind of hard to take at times. I was going to um, say, is it still somewhat of a slog for you Front to back, it's not easy to get through Yeah, without making some adjustments and <laughs> skipping some songs. So, I, I mean, I, I get it. Is there some songs on here you only need to hear once or twice and you're good to go? There were some <laughs> that I didn't listen to all the way through when I was doing my notes last night. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, I didn't listen to it a lot, but I think I listened to it enough to get quite a bit of notes down. Um, and we have kind of discussed briefly within each song which one was, you know, which ones we kind of liked or didn't like if they were really intense. Um least favorite though i would say my least favorite is strawberry tea it's the one that was like it was just so bland there was no flair to it there was just nothing it wasn't super weird it, it was just dull yes uh i had two that were rough for me mm-hmm. one strawberry tea yeah and two I don't know the name of it. Daddy, Daddy, what was heaven like? Yes. <laughs> so if I had to choose which one is the worst of those two, I'm going with Daddy, Daddy, because that just annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> you know the beginning of uh, that Alice Cooper song where Alice, Alice Cooper's coming up a lot today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird how I never realized there was as much <laughs> of a connection until I listened to it from, an, again, an analytical standpoint uh-huh. and heard some comparison different stuff but i didn't listen to alice cooper when i was listening to this back yeah. in the day yeah um there's the beginning of that alice cooper song where the kid the little kid's like mommy oh, yeah. mm-hmm. when's daddy coming back and i hate that I part of too. the song if i could edit it off and take that out i totally would mm-hmm. so the I fact agree. that this song has that almost through the entirety of it and it's about you know heaven and what mommy blue mm-hmm. it just didn't appeal to me at all the song was boring Understandable. Irritated me. And then strawberry tea is just dull. Yeah. It's just dull. What about favorite? Mm, You want me to do my favorite first? Uh, I mean, if you would like to, or if you want to come back to me. Wait, okay. 
You, you said you think you know what my favorite is. What If you had oh. to take a guess, what do you think my favorite is? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, I do. Your favorite is Stay Down Here Where You Belong. <laughs> it's absolutely the best song on the album. <laughs> That's, and I would call that my second favorite. My yeah. most favorite is Ever Since You Told Me That You Love Me. I'm a nut. That's a good song, too. Mm-hmm. I like that song. Stay Down Here just... It, it was it reaches in my you vein. with the Satan stuff. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's, I mean, like we said, it's its a really interesting perspective that the world is becoming more corrupt than hell uh-huh. itself. <laughs> and I liked, excuse me, I keep yawning. Ugh. I liked that originally I thought uh, Tiny Tim wrote it, and I was like, oh, that's cool. But mm-hmm. it's still, you know, it was still in the 60s. Like Anton LaVey and stuff was all happening. Mm-hmm. So Satan was a satan stuff was around but to find out that this was written much earlier Mm -hmm. makes it even better Mm -hmm. to know that there was people out there saying like yeah hell's supposedly bad but look at what we're doing this has got to be this is hell Uh so i just love that whole notion to to turn it about it's kind of interesting because i'm i didn't watch mad men when it was on but i have gone back and i am watching mad men i am currently uh near nearing the end of season five out of seven seasons and there was an ad that mr don draper uh john hamaconda shared and it included the devil like this is so it's sinfully delicious sort of thing and it it sold and they liked it so i think that the idea and that was supposed to be you know in the early 60s i think the idea of you know satan as a character was much this bigger is, now because people don't yeah. really reference the Bible as much in their lives uh-huh. as characters. It was a thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you guessed it right. You totally guessed it. You probably knew that <coughs> before mm-hmm. we even... You probably knew that the first time you listened to it. I Yeah, when I was listening to it, I bet. I was like, ah, this <laughs> is probably going to be his though, favorite. It's a good song, too. It's mm-hmm. not just that it's more topically what I traditionally have listened to. It's, it's a good song. Yeah. I, I mean... Originally, I didn't really look at all of these as if they were good pieces of music or not when this was given to me. Again, this was just like a joke thing that I listened to, but there were some songs that I actually enjoyed. Um, like, Ever Since You Told Me it was always one of my favorites, even though the beginning was something I, I think I used to creep you out a handful of times. Yeah, you would be in the, the car birds, and the you birds, would just play it <laughs> out of nowhere and you'd just look over at me and give me that doll glazed eye look that you can get and just pick the birds are coming the birds are coming the birds are coming the birds are coming oh ooh, let's try and recreate it and then i can pan back and forth let's go the birds are coming 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 oh those birds that's probably not good but it's gonna be fun though i'm gonna pan it back and forth it'll be all fun Um, I probably have more of a respect for it now as an adult than I did in its entirety. As, uh, yes, and in its entirety as a concept, as a style, as a choice. Um, I think that there were obviously musical directions that were taken that he knew were not as common in the midst of things that were very common sounding like in the, in the very uppity 
songs that I think that the lyrics were kind of fucked, but the tones, like where it sounded like kind of a Neil Diamond esque bass line or something in a song, yeah, yeah, that it it was more familiar. But then you know he'd throw things like hell and Satan and creepy things and death and and cackles, but death from the perspective of a child who misses their dead parent, yeah, not just you know oh this thing that we have to get through. It's just like. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, I probably like it a little more than I did before, but just in a different way, uh-huh. I would say. Not more from just a goofy When you got stance. into it, was it because of... Because it was goofy. In the song, too, was it Tulips? Tiptoe through the tulips? Tulips was first, and then... Because of the high voice, in the sun. right? Yeah. I, uh, that makes total sense though too. As a kid, you would do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then now, now I'm just like he's fucked up and crazy, and, now, and he laughs like a lunatic. Are those the ones? Are those like your least favorite now? Oh yeah, by far. Makes sense uh-huh. because there's a lot better songs on this album than those. Although I love "Living in the Moonlight." It's a mm-hmm. fun song, but I think that there are songs that are way better. Other songs that could have been successful if they just took uh-huh. out weird intros. Have you listened to any other Tiny Tim albums? Are there other Tiny Tim albums? This is the first one. I think that there may be more, actually, if I pull up. Uh, Google. Google. At least. <laughs> Robert Google. Robert Google. Um, it looks like there were a few albums, yeah. Are you going to start checking those out now? No. What? Just kidding. I'd probably rather watch videos which i have gone back and watched some videos of him uh-huh. i watched an interview with him on a i can't remember what show it was but you could tell he's not used i don't know if he wasn't used to doing interviews on tv or mm-hmm. if he just didn't care because he would just like interrupt mm-hmm. uh, the host and say like really weird stuff and then insinuated she insinuated like that they had an affair one time and he was like Oh, but you know how those things end. You get sick of somebody on the other end, and uh, you just you just break up. And it was just like, and she could tell she's looking at the audience, like, okay, he didn't play along with that one at all. <laughs> uh, righty. <laughs> you know, people get sick of each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet he was a fucking lunatic. I bet he was a weirdo. I bet he was a super lover, but I bet he was a, a lunatic. Think he I think he stunk. I don't think he smelled well. I've actually thought of this before. He looks like he smelled bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks like he would go a few days without showering, but like not changing uh-huh. his clothes. Yeah, he wears like the same blazer for and the same two like, thick corduroy pants <laughs> yeah. over and over and over. <laughs> He's got the same underwear on too. <laughs> it's part of the cor- corduroy. Oh, oh, tiny! You um, need to wash your balls. Well, uh, yeah, but she knew to keep her mouth shut. Otherwise, he was just going to leave her. Do you think Tiny Tim made a lot of money doing all this? No. No? Mm-mm, I don't. Not at all. Because um, I don't think he ever really got popular. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he was known as kind of a joke, but most people have not really. They don't know his name. They can't be like Tiny Tim, Tiptoe Through the Tulips. I, I mean, bet older tip-toe. people can. But. I bet Tiptoe Through the Tulips was in so many ads and things, though, that he's getting a lot of, or was, I, just getting enough checks here and there. to. I feel like it was in a movie. I think I read that it was in a movie, like Insidious or something. I could be wrong with that one, but I feel like it, it's something like that within the last decade. 
it has been, as you had mentioned earlier, how his music could be used, how Rob Zombie yeah, did yeah, and yeah. would use it, you know, like uh-huh. ironically. Yeah. I think that that has been done with that song. That makes sense. It's creepy in its own way. So would I recommend this today? Um, not to most people, no. <laughs> <laughs> I really wouldn't. Would you recommend it to somebody who's got goofy senses? Like, hey, I like to listen to funny, weird stuff. Yeah, because I think that you would have to be a certain kind of person to want to seek this out, even if it's just for humor's sake and you uh-huh. don't feel like following up on it. Yeah. it's. I mean, not just anyone's going to do that. I, if I had... If I was answering that question, I would say I know a couple people that, yes, I would recommend that to. Vast majority, no. See, I (laughs) can't name anyone who, I mean, there are people who would be like, yeah, if you want to hear something fucking creepy, listen to this. But I wouldn't consider that a real recommendation. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It wouldn't be sincere. Hey, you know what album's real good? (laughs) Yeah. So, no, I, I wouldn't recommend it seriously unless I knew that it was up someone's alley. The likelihood that it would be up someone's alley is very unlikely. <laughs> hey, man, next time you're at everybody's records and you see Tiny Tim, God bless Tiny Tim on the shelves, you best be buying it. Uh, best album of the 60s. <laughs> you put that motherfucker on, you listen to it, and you relax. <laughs> would you ever listen to this again? Uh, No. I would listen to a couple songs. I would use a couple of the songs, too, if I was Able in production it? and stuff yeah. like that. Because I genuinely liked a couple of them, like the one... Uh, Stay down here where yeah, you belong. I don't know names of songs. I'm well, terrible. No, you didn't write them down. Well, I don't even know that names of songs you. that I like. I feel like it may have helped you. If yeah, you it would have. You um, know what's funny is half of them are written down with you, a name. You liked ha- uh, <laughs> Fill Your Heart about how uh, things that happened in the past yeah, happened I like that your message. Mind. Forget uh, your head and I you'll wouldn't. be free. No. Oh, I would never. <laughs> Happiness is happening. Up. The dragons have been bled. Yeah. Loveliness is everywhere. Fear's just in your head. Forget your head and you'll be free. And you'll be free. (laughs) I would play it if I was trying to make somebody laugh. Yeah. But I'd have to play certain songs. I would have to play songs on it that I wouldn't listen to to make somebody laugh. Yeah. So... What will probably happen is I have a playlist that I've started called Sam's Favorite Songs. Okay. And I'm just adding things on there. Okay. Slowly. So, like, two songs from this album, two songs from this album, blah, 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 blah. You were never into doing stuff like that. This is a new thing for you. Yeah, it is a new thing. Because I <laughs> I like the ex- the ex- access to mm-hmm. the quick songs really fast. I'm not good at it. There's and sometimes like- you don't like whole albums. You really only like one or two songs. Or there's times that if I'm in a public setting and I want somebody to hear this band, I better choose the songs that I think are going to get them in the best instead of, hey, listen to this album. You have uh-huh. a way better chance of hooking them with one or two songs than, oh, yeah, hey, check sure. out this album from, you know, I started getting into XTC. I'm not going to get anybody in with making plans for Nigel. I'm going to have to play like. I like that song. Yeah. Yeah. I like that's how I got into it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have to get a song like Helicopter with some of my friends where it's like a ska song. Okay. So. Well, I think it's about to the, uh, I mean, what was your overall? My overall opinion is it sounds great. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Uh, some of the songs aren't as high quality. Or no, but I think it was still recorded production. well. I think they still cared about what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And I think he even knew 
that he was being goofy, and technically it's goofy, but he it, had to. They cared. You could still tell he cared. It was my first album. I wanted to sound good. Uh-huh. Uh I think it's still a good album. Like it's not my back. It's not something I listen to, but I think it's good. Yeah. If that's the kind of thing all. that you're looking for, I hate a couple of songs on it. It's definitely a collection of creepiness and oddities. I think that helped too. Is that there were parts in it that were like, oh, this is like unsettling almost. Mm-hmm. This part, this part's like in a Halloween movie. It sounds like. Mm-hmm. So. So. Did did that surprise you that I liked it as much as I did? No. No. Um, because I don't think I mean when you with you saying as much as I did I don't think that you like oh love it or anything no I mean I know that I I feel like I I could feel how you feel about this I don't know if it's just like the connection that we have but like I can kind of feel that it would irritate you after a while <laughs> but uh but you understand the humorousness and mm-hmm. the um like theatrics of it basically mm-hmm. it's very colorful so and i if i uh <clears throat> if my friend came up and gave me that album and said i made this i'd be like dude this is amazing i can't believe you made this so yeah it would be insane that's if I how had i think of, that's how i'm going to think of this. things like that too like if i knew a guy that made this and brought it to me because uh-huh. i started thinking about that with tlc and with stone temple pilots mm-hmm. if i just knew a guy hadn't seen him in nine years and, you know, oh, I played, I jammed with him one time. And then I see him later, and he's like, check out this album me and my band just made. I'd still be like, whoa. Yeah. Wow. This is this is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, isn't that nice of you? Yeah, yeah. All right. You get older, you used to get softer. You open up your mind. I'm wearing a goddamn yellow sweater right now. Yeah, it's kind of sexy. <laughs> Looks like an old man. I'm turning into a hipster, as my brother said. <sighs> Your brother, the one who always has some sort of hipstery facial hair. <laughs> Twisting up his mustache with mustache wax. Oh, gross. Okay, I'm glad that it, that didn't last very long. All right. So uh, you want to carry on and go to what is the next album? Yeah, I think it's time to reveal what our next little adventure is going to be. We are bringing in another guest Ooh, on the next episode. Special. And it is my brother this time. My flesh and blood. Rugged Dan Canyon. Rugged Dan Canyon himself. (laughs) (laughs) Rugged Dan. Uh, Not looking forward to this one at all. No, well, I, yeah. We'll see how it goes. It is Neil Young and Crazy Horse. The album is called Zuma. Zoom, Zuma. Zuma, zoom, zoom, and you boom, boom. Just shake you up. So, yeah. Not excited. Going to be rough. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what this podcast is about, right? Yeah. New music. Yeah. All right. So that is the Couple of Critics podcast. Yeah. Until next time, motherfuckers. Stay with us. Wait. Get out. It's not boring. You try to go up there, you go. Thank you.